It is the new year, and uh, we are, uh, we're in a new series. We're calling it Fasting for a Change. And, and, and what we're really going to be talking about this series is, is what is fasting? Why should I do it? And what does it matter, right? Like, like my life is fine eating food a lot. I'm fine. I'm okay with that. I enjoy it. Uh, I, I don't know if, uh, how you do it, but I try to eat daily. <laughs> that's, that's just a thing that I do in my house. And, and so w- when we talk about fasting, like what is it that we're talking about? And, and I wanna start by, um, by saying uh, and really asking you a question and, and you can respond if you choose to or not, but how many of you would, you would say, how many of you, you want, you need something to change in 2022? Where you're like, I need, I need something to change in my life, whether it be a, a specific relationship that maybe is, is a little rocky or maybe it's a work situation, or maybe it's a health thing, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, there, maybe you, you, you need a breakthrough in your life of some kind in some, some area. I'm, I would guess, I would guess if, if you and I were to have a, a, you know, a private conversation, not where you're you know, like in a room with you know, a couple hundred people that that if I were to ask you, hey, do you, is there something in your life that, that you could see change this year that you'd be like, that would be incredible. I bet you there, there's not just a thing, there are a few things that you would say, man, if, if this changed, if this thing changed, wow, that would be an incredible, I, I would be happy, that, that's all I need. That's all I need for the whole year is if this thing or these couple things could change. Now, I wonder, um, like, whatever those things are, maybe, maybe it's a person, maybe it's a person in your family that you love, but that doesn't know the Lord, and you've just been praying and praying and praying, and, and like, if they came to know the Lord this year, it would be like, I, I, that's, I'm done, that's all I needed. It's all, Lord, I don't need anything else. It's just that thing. I wonder, whatever that thing is, whatever that, that like, change you want, I wonder, um, I wonder how, how bad do you want that? Do you want it enough, like if the Lord said, hey, I want, you, I want you to pray and fast for the next three years, not like fast for three straight years, that would, you wouldn't make it that long. But, but I wonder if he said, I want you to start regularly fasting and I want you to start regularly praying. And I want you to do it not like one time, like, hey, it's the new year. You're supposed to try this thing out. I'll dabble. I'll just, I'll just see. I'll, we'll do a little experiment, see if this works. What if he said, you know what? I want, in three years, if you do this for three years, hey, you're going to see some breakthrough. Would you do it? it took you, if it takes you three years. Now, we're not told ahead of time, hey, this is, this is how long you have to be praying before God answers. But some of you have been praying for a while. Some of you have been praying for a while and then you saw it answered and it was sort of like, I've been praying for a a decade. And then finally, like out of nowhere, it happened. Like like God answered this prayer. What we're gonna see here is um, fasting is, uh, it's a very specific discipline that we see laid out in scripture. And it's something that God wants for us in 2022, not just like way back when, when they used to do that kind of weird stuff. No, 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 this is, this is, for, this is for today. And we're gonna see how it's different than maybe a com- your common notion of what fasting is. And, um, and then, and then I, I hope I, by the end of today, you'll have some like practical, like, okay, 
I feel like maybe I've never done this before. I wanna try it. I wanna see what this is like and, and some practical advice. Here's, here's like what you do, right? Because it's, it's, it's really easy to talk theory and like, here's what it means and here's, here's why you should do it. Okay, I'm in. What, like, what do I do? Like, tell me, what's the steps that I take? Like, do I just stop and then like wait until I get hungry and then eat again? <laughs> I mean, I try to do that three times a day. What is fasting? There's a quote by, uh, by a popular author um, about, about this. And here's what he says. In a culture where the lands, this is great. In a culture where the landscape is dotted with shrines to the golden arches <laughs> in an assortment of pizza temples, fasting seems out of place and out of step with the times. Fasting is not often talked about, certainly in culture, in the world. Why would they? except for as a diet strategy. And maybe you've even heard of this. You've probably heard of intermittent fasting. Um, there are, uh, even bodybuilders will do this, like to build muscle, like it's a strategy to actually become healthier. There's, there's, been, there's actual physical benefits to the practice of fasting. And so intermittent fasting is this, uh, let me extract the physical benefits of, of this act of fasting and incorporate that into my life. And, and so maybe some of you even do that, have done this or are trying this, or, or maybe now that you've heard it, want to try it. <laughs> but but there's, there's, like, there's like, you can get apps on your phone. I don't have my phone with me, but you can, you can download apps and it's like intermittent fasting. It'll tell you when to eat and like wh- how much to eat and what to do. And like, like, that's the idea of fasting is this sort of, here's how you can like get physically better by using fasting. But is that what we're talking about? Like, like when we read about fasting in the scripture, is it just a, is, is it a diet strategy? No, of course not, right? Fasting is not a diet plan. It's also, okay, ready for this? This is the temptation. It's also not a magic bullet to get God to do whatever you want him to do. And, and often it can come across as like, hey, listen, if you just practice fasting, God will give you whatever you want, whatever you want. And, and, and there are people who are like, if, yeah, listen, if, if you haven't gotten it yet, just keep doing it. You need to fast longer, fast more, more stuff. And, and, and this, is, this is not what we're talking about. It's not a magic bullet. It's not a, a means of, of seeking forgiveness. Um, it's, not, it's not a hunger strike as, as some kind of protest that people will do. That's not what biblical fasting, that's not what we're, what we're talking about. It's not, it's not this like, how do I get what I want? And so I'll, I'll stop eating. Instead, the most basic meaning of fasting is a, a self-denial of food, but, but biblical fasting is self-denial of food with a spiritual focus. It's not this intermittent fasting. It's not this health, ben- I, I, you know, I wanna be healthier, though it, it has health benefits. And like people will do like, like fasting cleanses to like just, I'll stop eating and let my body just kind of remove all the toxins and all the stuff, the, all the wonderful things that I've eaten for, you know, 30, 40, 50 years. Like I'll let it, I'll let it just detox itself. Like, all right, there, there's benefit to that, but that's not what this is. We could say this. Here's what fasting is, ready? If you're taking notes, this is, this, is, this is what you need to write down. Fasting 
is placing the spiritual over the physical. Fasting is a, a process. It's a, it's a statement in what you're saying. I'm going to pursue and, and I'm going to, to place the spiritual me, myself world over the physical. Even so much so that I will choose to refrain from food. The goal of prayer and fasting is to bring our, our natural physical desires, the, the, the basis of which is I need sustenance, I need food, to bring it under control of the Holy Spirit for the purpose of hearing from God. Fasting is about rearranging your priorities. Fasting is, is, how you, is how you place the spiritual over the physical in which you say, God, I wanna hear from you even more than I want food. And I really want food. Fasting is, is a, um, a reorganizing of your life in an outward manner where you say, I am actually going to do something about this. It sharpens our, our spiritual perception, our sort of our, our spiritual antenna. Um, if you've practiced fasting before, if, if, like a biblical spiritual fasting, um, maybe you've, you've known this to be true, that, that when you're fasting, like, you, of course you're hungry, but there is a, a spiritual, like, like a, a, an awareness that just feels different, where you're, you're focused far more on God than maybe you normally would be. Essentially, what we're saying is this. We acknowledge that food is not as important as hearing from God. Now, I would guess that all of us, if I were to ask you, hey, would you like to hear from God this year? You would be like, I'll, yep, just tell me when. Just tell me, today, is it today, tomorrow? When, when can I hear from God? Fasting is, is us saying, I wanna hear from you, God, more than I need food. Um, biblically, we're, um, there, there's, there's actually no rules to fasting with regard to length. And we'll look here really briefly at various different examples of fast. But, but in, in scripture, we see fasts of all kinds. There isn't just like, this is how you do it. We see one day fasts. We see three day fasts. We see seven day fasts. We see 10 day fasts. We see 21 day fasts. And then we see the big one, the big daddy, um, in which only a few people in scripture have done this one, the 40 day fast. Here's what we see. We have a rich biblical tradition of fasting. This isn't some like new age, you know, I just wanna be really spiritual kind of thing. No, no, no. This is rooted in scripture, both Old Testament and New Testament throughout time where people like followers of God, believers of God are choosing to fast for a purpose, a spiritual purpose. Here's what we see, just to go really briefly. We see Moses, he fasted before he received the 10 commandments. He actually fasted twice before he received him. In preparation to go on a mountain and hear from God, Moses fasted. We see that, that David, he fasted when he, when he mourned his child's illness. If you remember this story at all, his son gets sick, sick because of his sin with Bathsheba. And one of the things he does in mourning is he, he fasts. We see Elijah 
He fasted while escaping Jezebel. If you remember this story, he's running from his life from Jezebel who's out to kill him. And one of the things he does is he fasts. Not like runs fast to get away from her, but he fasts, fasts. <laughs> Ezra fasted for safe travel for, for himself. We'll look at this, I think, uh, next week. For himself, his people, and their children. Esther fasted for the safety of the Jews. Daniel fasted for an answer to prayer. We looked at Daniel in this summer and we see that, that there are a few times that Daniel fasts in the book of Daniel and, and he's fasting because he, God, I wanna hear from you. We see the, the people of Nineveh fast in, after repenting from their sins that, that when, they, when they hear from Jonah, the reluctant prophet, that their response is to, to declare a nationwide fast. We see that Jesus fasted before he was tempted by Satan. We'll look at this here in a second. We see that Paul, the great apostle Paul, he fasted after his conversion. He becomes a Christian and he says, I gotta fast here because I gotta, I gotta retune my focus. We see throughout scripture, a number of different, of like our heroes, like literally authors of books of the Bible practice fasting. Here's what we see with Jesus, ready? Jesus expects me to fast. Jesus expects me to fast. And, and ready, it's not like only me, right? It's not like Brandon, thou shalt fast. Like that's not in there. Jesus expects you to fast. Look at this, what he says in, in uh, uh, Matthew chapter six. We'll spend some time, a few different uh, moments here this morning looking at this, this passage because Jesus goes really in depth and talks specifics about fasting. But he says this, he's going through uh, the Sermon on the Mount, the greatest sermon ever. And like in the beginning of that, kind of like a third of the way through the sermon, he gets this topic of, of fasting. But first he says, so when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do. Verse two. And then he moves to verse five. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. And then he describes what they do. And then he throws this in a few verses later in 16. He says, when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. And then he continues. Jesus doesn't say like, hey, if, if you choose, but he says, listen, when you do this, because I'm expecting you to do this, just like I'm expecting you to help give to the needy, just as I'm expecting you to pray, here's how you should do it. I'm expecting you should fast. And when you do, here's what you should fast like. In Luke 5, um, uh, the, the disciples are gonna, um, are gonna uh, have a conversation with Jesus and, and some, of, um, some, of his, uh, some of Jesus' opponents are gonna actually confront Jesus and talk about fasting. And here's, here's what it says. They said to him, John's disciple often fast and pray. And so do the disciples of the Pharisees. And then this is their critique. Their critique is, why aren't your disciples fasting? And they say, but yours go on eating and drinking. Listen, Jesus, the, we have a problem here. John's disciples fast. The Pharisees' disciples fast. They're spiritual people. Like they understand fasting. Jesus, yours, like we've been watching them. They love to eat and they love to drink. Like you guys, you kind of party a lot. Like literally, Jesus, you go to a lot of parties and you eat and it's obvious. And like, 
why don't, you, why don't your disciples fast? Look at Jesus' response. Jesus answered, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? It, it, like during the celebration of the wedding, like why would you fast? Like it, for, for us, like their weddings went a lot longer than us. Ours is like, you know, an evening. Theirs would often go like days, maybe even a week long. And so like, imagine going to uh, like, like your closest friend's wedding and being like, oh no, no, I'll, I'll pass, I'm fasting. Don't you want to celebrate? Like literally you're in the wedding party. There's food in front of you. No, 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 no. I'm in a state of mourning right now because what, this, what is going on is terrible, right? Could you imagine like the response? You're looking at him like, no, 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 what? Aren't you happy? Like let's celebrate. Let's celebrate with food. And so Jesus says, listen, when, when your friends are with the bridegroom, why, why would you make them fast then? And then he says this, but the time will come when the bridegroom, you know, he's talking about himself. He's speaking in like coded language. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days, ready? They will fast. Jesus essentially saying, hey, listen, while I'm here, they have me. And, and it's a celebration. And it's like, listen, uh, they don't need to fast. But it's, listen, as soon as I'm gone, in those days, like after, after I'm gone, after the bridegroom is out of here, Oh, they will fast. I will expect them to fast. Jesus expects his followers to fast just as he expects that they will give and pray. And now here's what else we see. Not only are we expected to fast, not as like a legalistic, like do this or else, but, but rather like this is something you should be practicing if you are a follower of Jesus. If, 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 like, if you really are like devoted, God, I'm all in. He says, all right, great. One of the things you can do is fast. And if that's you, here's what we see. How I fast is important. Like the process, like what it looks like is important. We see, um, we see fasting in Jesus's life. Jesus fasted and he fasted for a purpose. We see in Luke 4, it says this, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, this is right as he's about to go start his ministry, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. And this is like the greatest understatement in the scripture. And at the end of them, he was hungry. <laughs> 40 days Jesus fast, and you know what? He was hungry. I'll bet he was hungry. And he's fasting for a, a very specific purpose because he's preparing himself for ministry. And then here's what we see. We even see the enemy try to take advantage of Jesus' fast. Here's what, here's what uh, Matthew tells us about this, this temptation. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, here's the, one of the three temptations I'm gonna give you. Tell these stones to become bread. Hey, listen, if you really are, just go ahead and make a quick meal, just a quick meal. I know you, listen, I know you're hungry. You know you're hungry. I know you know you're hungry. And you know, I know you know, I know that you're really hungry. So listen, just make a little bit of bread. It's just you, no one's even, no one will know. It's just you and me, Jesus. 
Here's how Jesus responds. He says, just as this, Jesus answered, it is written, he quotes scripture now, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus knew that there are things even more important than food. And this was a moment where it, where it was a temptation. Because he's hungry, the devil shows up and says, hey, you can just make yourself some food. Listen, I'll even help you out. And Jesus says, no, 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 you don't understand. There are some things that are even more important than food. And, and, and live, living on the every word that comes from the mouth of God it is more important than even eating. He knew obedience to God, his word was, was far more important than bread. And then, and then later on in his ministry, he lets the disciples in on a little secret that he was keeping. It, there's a story where they know that Jesus was hungry. He had just, um, he had, uh, uh, he had just encountered uh, a woman and did some ministry and like, like, uh, talked about things in her life and she was amazed, right? And, and then, it, and then it, we get this little like insight and, and like I, I, read, I read my scripture and I hope you do this too. I, I hope you read it with imagination. I hope you read it as though like, what would it have been like to be there in this experience? Because what we have written was like, here's the story, here's the words, but, but th this, these things actually happen. Like there, there's a real setting. You can go to the place where this happened. You like, th this is, these are real people who were having these conversations. So like, what would it have been like to be there? And, and here's what we see. This is like, it's it, honestly, like I read this stuff and it's, it's funny because it, it, in John chapter four, it says this. Meanwhile, so after this happened, um, the disciples, they tried to parent Jesus. Here's what they, they, they actually tried to like mother him, right? Um, here's what it says. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, hey, rabbi, just go and eat something. I, like how many times have you been told that by someone, maybe a parent, like, hey, you know what? Maybe you should just eat something. We do it with our kids, hey, you're not, you're not feeling good? You need to eat something. Maybe, um, maybe like uh, this has never happened in our home. It's never, certainly never happened <clears throat> to me. Um, hey, you're a little cranky. Maybe you should eat something, <laughs> right? Right? We have a word for it. You're a little hangry. <laughs> and, and, and because you're, you're hungry, like, mm, maybe you should eat something. And so these disciples, literally, they go to Jesus and they're like, hey, Jesus, you should eat something. It's time, don't you think? You've been busy. They probably thought it was a great suggestion. And like, listen, hey guys, listen, I, I'm hungry, you're hungry. All right, hey Jesus, you should eat something. And by you, we also mean we. <laughs> it's time for lunch. And it says this, but he said to them, I have, this is so good, you guys. Like, like this, should, this should make you laugh. I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Jesus, listen, guys, I have other food. I have food you don't, you don't know about. And their response is this. He's hiding out on us. This guy, he's sneaking snacks and he's not telling us about it. That's what they think. Here's their response. Then the disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? Like, hey, listen, I have food you don't know anything about. And their response is, how'd you get it? Did someone, like, did, hey, Thomas, did you bring him food? Did you see who brought him food? How do you have food? Like, where, like, you don't, we, could, we see your robe. You don't have pockets. Where's your food? 
And then we see this. My food, Jesus said, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. It's, the, it's one of those moments where it's like, like these disciples, like so bold, Jesus, you should eat. I have food you don't know about. Oh man, really? Where did he get it? And then he's like, no, no, you guys, my food, my food is to do my father's will. And they're like, oh man, he got us again. <laughs> again, Jesus is speaking and thinking and living in a, like a different level than what their experience is. And because Jesus is placing the spiritual far above the physical, even in the midst of, I know I'm hungry, but listen, my food, my food is to do the will of my father. Jesus knew where his real nourishment came from and it wasn't just food. Though, ready? Though he loved to eat. There are, there are stories and stories and, and countless times where it says like, and Jesus dined with them. Like Jesus loved to eat, but there are moments where we see like, hey, listen, even, even in all this eating, hey, listen, there are things that are more important than even food. So here's what we see. Uh, a little bit later in, in the ministry of Jesus, the Pharisees and religious leaders, um, they fast. And Jesus is gonna comment on their fasting. In Matthew chapter six, again, back to the Sermon on the Mount, um, the, 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 when, when they fasted, like part of the like, experience for fasting for them was to make sure everyone knew it. So fasting wasn't the like spiritual benefit. Fasting was the, holier than thou. It was the, the, hey, look how spiritual I am. It's the, I want you to see what I'm doing and how, how pious I am and, and how miserable I am all for the sake of God. So what they would do is they would actually make themselves look worse so, so they would uh, like make sure like, like, for, uh, like in our day today, it would be, you know what? If I want, I want people to know I'm fasting, I'm probably not, I'm just, I think I shouldn't shower. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I'm just gonna walk like everywhere like, oh. And you see someone doing this, you're like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm, how are you doing? I'm okay, I've been better. What's wrong? I'm fasting, I'm pretty spiritual, so I, I'm gonna go my way. I don't have time to talk to you. Oh, and like, and like we laugh, but like that's literally what they would do. And they would make themselves look really terrible so that you knew, oh, don't talk to them. They're fasting. He's fasting. So Jesus, he sees this process. He sees what they do. He sees like how they fast. And he's gonna comment on this in his greatest sermon ever. He says this. When you fast, not if you fast, but listen, I expect you to fast. So when you do it, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. Now, something you need to know about this experience and this moment, those hypocrites are in the crowd he's teaching. They are there listening to this. I, I, um, so often, there's a little bit of a tangent, but I think it, it will help. Um, so often I think we think of Jesus as like really gentle and he is gentle, of course. And we think that like, like the, the Christian thing to do is to just, uh, to just roll over and be taken advantage of, to never confront, to never say anything hard and to just be, just be very kind all the time. And listen, yes, you be kind. 
But, but when you read this, when you read Jesus's words, this was a guy you did not mess with. And every time they did, they got put in their place. And, and literally, literally, Jesus is the greatest sermon ever. Um, if you, um, how many of you are watching The Chosen or watched The Chosen, the show? You've watched that follow through. Uh, if you haven't yet, it's, it's phenomenal. You need to watch it. It, uh, it. it gets to a point, I won't, I won't ruin it for you, but uh, Jesus is in it. And, uh, and, and, and they get to the point where on the Sermon on the Mount and you see him prepping and you see him like, like going over her sermon and like in his head, like, like kind of like what we do, like literally like, okay, here's my notes. Okay, here's my order, my out. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think through, all right. And you see him doing this and then you see him going out. And, and what you don't realize maybe like when you read the Bible is like, it isn't just all like the good guys there. It's, it's everyone coming to see this guy, even critics, even Pharisees, like, all right, what is this guy gonna say? And, and Jesus knows this, he sees them in, the crowd and he says, hey guys, guys, all right, listen, when you fast, don't, don't look somber like these hypocrites do. Can you imagine being in the crowd and like, Jesus, what? You want to throw down? What? Did you just, did you just call us out? He's like, I'm not finished. Jesus calls out in front of them, like to their face. He says, when you fast, do not look somber as the, the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. You can imagine the offense that they would take and how everyone else in the audience is like, oh, dang. <laughs> like, they're probably looking at the Pharisees like, do, don't, do we look? Do we look? I don't know, but I like this guy, <laughs> right? Like, keep going. And don't, don't fast like them. And then he says this, truly I tell you, they've received their reward in full. Hey, they got what they wanted. And here's what they wanted, to be seen by other people. They got it. That's all they got. But when you fast, put oil on your head. Wash your face. Make it look like you are healthy. Don't try to, to make it look like, like, like you are really struggling. He says, don't do that. Put oil on your head and, and wash your face so that so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who, is, who sees what is done in secret will reward you. The goal of fasting is not to be seen by others. The goal is to seek and focus on God. So Jesus tells us to make our fasts private and not to display them for all to see. But listen, I, I wanna spend a moment here because we can get some misconceptions. This doesn't mean that you can't ever tell someone you're fasting. It doesn't mean you have to lie about it. Like I, I remember um, when I like kind of was like, had this world open to fasting and people are explaining to me and I'm, you know, I'm in church and I've been a Christian now for a number of years, but I don't know, I've never heard of this. What, I, I read it and I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means. And they're talking about fasting and how like, hey, and the whole thing was like, if, if don't let anyone know. If someone knows, if someone finds out, it's all a waste. You've wasted it all. And there was this sense in which you're like, you're like, hey, you want to go to lunch? And you're like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I've, how do I how do I get out of this? I'm I'm waiting to eat not with you. No, that's not right. Um, I I don't want to eat. Well, why not? I'm not hungry. Really? You're not hungry? Uh, actually, I'm starving. Um, are you fasting? How'd you know? <laughs> right? And you're like, don't tell anyone. And there's this sense in which you like. 
if anyone finds out because of what we just read that, that oh man, I won't, like my, I'll get my reward in full and that's that people found out. And it's like, oh man, I was so close. 39 days, I made it. No. <laughs> and, and there's a sense in which like, if someone finds out it's ruined, can I tell you? That is not the case at all. In fact, the people closest to you, it would be wise to include them in your like fasting plan so that, ready? So that they don't have the greatest meal, like your favorite meals in front of you. Like if you're married, hey honey, I'm just so you know, I'm, I'm fasting for today or tomorrow, whatever, whatever it looks like, we'll look here in a second. And, and like, so please don't make like my favorite meal and put it in front of me. Or, or maybe they will just to be like, this is gonna be fun. And it's gonna be, and terrible, right? Like, wow. Um, I, I want you to think about this. Uh, how do we know Jesus fasted in the wilderness? If, 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 you, if I still haven't convinced you yet that it's okay for people to find out, it's okay to tell people, the goal isn't that you parade it, but you can let people like your inner circle know, um, like Jesus and his followers certainly would know when they were fasting, but, but how do we know Jesus fasted in the wilderness? Because he was alone. He was by himself. Think about it. How do we know? There's only one way we know that Jesus fasted for 40 days. He told his disciples. After the fact, he told them, and here's what I want you to write down. Okay, now before I do this, you guys, um, here's, here's what, what happened. I went on a fast and I was fasting for 40, what? Yeah, I was fasting and, uh, and then the devil showed up. What? Okay, start from the beginning because what? Jesus actually had to go out of his way to make sure people knew this is what I did. And I fasted and I'm expecting you to fast. Fasting is placing the spiritual above the physical. So, some practical. Now, let's talk, how do I do this? Maybe you've done it before. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've, you've kind of tried. Maybe you've never even thought about it. Here's what we can say. When I fast, I need a plan. When you fast, you need a plan. And the plan isn't just like, Stop eating. That's not the plan. So let's talk about this. Some practical considerations when fasting. First, walk, don't run. Do you understand what I mean by that? Tomorrow, you are not gonna start a 40-day fast. That is a marathon. You have not trained. You are not ready for a marathon. Just like an actual runner doesn't wake up and be like, you know what, I haven't, I haven't ran. I mean, I this is actually true of me. You probably, you probably, can't, you probably can't tell. I, I haven't run a mile uh, probably, probably since track in college, which was only two years ago anyways. But, <laughs> so it's been two years since I've run a mile. I haven't run in a long time. For me to wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what? 2022 is the year I'm running a marathon and it starts tomorrow. I, I, I would probably literally die. I would die. For you, walk, don't run means let me practice this in small amounts, not the whole thing. So walk, don't run. Number two, challenge yourself. We could say this, walk, don't crawl. <laughs> 
like actually say, you know what, I'm gonna fast and I'm gonna fast for more than an hour and a half. That is a long time. I don't know if I can do it. I, don't, I love to snack, but you know what? I think today's the day, honey. Today, I don't eat that fourth snack. I do, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I got discipline. I'm, I can stop anytime I want. No, 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 challenge yourself. Set up a time, where, all right, I, I'm going, this is going to push me a little bit. I'm going, the whole point of fasting is that you feel it. Like, like, the, like here's, here's, here's when you don't end a fast. I'm starting to feel a little hungry. I think it's time. I think it's time for me to stop. I think it's time to break my fast. No, you, you, you did it wrong. You just, you did it. You just messed it all up. Now you got to start over. So challenge yourself. Number three, seek God in new ways. This isn't just a, I'm not going to eat. This is a, I'm not going to eat. And, in the, and instead of eating, I'm going to replace that time with actually like pursuing God somehow, some way in maybe a different method or a different way or focus. Like, you know what? Instead of, instead of eating breakfast or lunch or dinner or whatever you decide, I'm going to spend that time, I'm going to spend it reading scripture more. I'm going to spend an extra, I'm going to spend an extra five minutes praying. Normally I wouldn't do this. Normally I'd be eating, but I'm not eating now. So I'm going to, I'm going to insert actually pursuing God in this time. Number four, commit yourself to prayer. In the scriptures, fasting is always coupled with prayer. In fact, it's often said like through prayer and fasting. Jesus talks about it when you like this, this uh, talking about like specific uh, spirits that they only come out through prayer and fasting. Paul talks about when, they committing, when they're committing elders, we'll look at this uh, uh, as well, uh, I think in the next few weeks, that, that, they, that they actually, through prayer and fasting, prayer should accompany you with, with a, a fast. And um, uh, here's, here's, like, here's how I like to do it. Uh, every time I feel the hunger pain, it's a trigger to remind me to pray. So I use the, I use the like, ooh, the like gurgle or the like, oh, that doesn't feel good. That's an alarm system. All right, all right, Lord, that's time to pray. And so if you're gonna do this, where you get to a point where I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, God, God expects me to, he wants me to. This is a discipline like, like any other spiritual discipline. I'm gonna fast. And my trigger to pray is when I feel those hunger pains. Number five, and I had to put this in because I, I get this every time. Uh, be wise, not careless. Listen, if, if, you, if, if you know like stopping eating food will send you, in, you like, into a medical emergency, don't do this. Don't, don't like, uh, here's, here's, can I, I don't know if we can get these real quick. Can we have waivers set up at the exits that everyone signs so that when they leave, if you end up in the hospital, you can't sit, please don't say, the pastor at New Hope Church told me to stop eating for 40 days and here I am. It's not my fault. Can't blame me. No, no, no. Be wise, not careless. If you have medical conditions, okay, let me, let me think about what I can do that isn't gonna send me into like crisis mode. Some options. Here you go. How can I fast? You can choose to fast one meal a day. You know what? For this week, for five days, I'm gonna fast lunch for five days and I'm just gonna spend that time. Like that's, that's me walking, not running. I'm just gonna pick one meal or breakfast or dinner. Don't, and, and, and listen, don't pick the meal you already don't eat. Like if you don't eat breakfast, like, you know what? 
I didn't, I've been fasting for four years. I didn't even know it. This is easy, you guys. Don't, don't fast the meal you're already skipping. You're picking a meal that you would normally eat. Or you can say, I'm gonna fast for a day, 24 hours. This is two consecutive meals. So you eat dinner and then you don't eat breakfast. You don't eat lunch. And then you break your fast with dinner again. You go 24 hours. You could say, all right, I'm gonna go one full day. That's two consecutive meals that I'm not gonna eat. And I'm gonna feel it. Especially that first day, like your body's gonna feel it. As you start to learn to walk and walk a little faster, I'm gonna fast for three days. This is not easy. If, you, if you've never fasted before, start with just a meal and then a couple meals and then work your way up to, I'm gonna do a three-day fast. I, I've done three-day fasts a number of times and like day one is rough. Day two is like, this is crazy. And, and like your body doesn't know how to react. And, and it's because it's like alarms going off everywhere. And, and, um, and, uh, and I remember doing this and it was like, I think it was track. I think I was like, I got to run the next day. And I like, I almost passed out. I was, I was not wise. I was careless. And, and, and like, because your body just, it doesn't like that. But that I'm telling you, like you do a three day fast. And, and like, if you're struggling with temptations, not anymore. There's one temptation and that is a Big Mac. That's all you want a steak. That's it. The, all the other stuff is like, I don't even care about anything else. I just want some Chick-fil-A. I want it and I need it. So you can work your way up to a three-day fast. Uh, beyond that, like you got to really seriously think about like a, what that looks like. If you want to do a seven-day, I've known, I've known a couple guys who went 40 days and it's like, you, you, you train for that. And there's a process, there's books written on this. You don't just jump there, but, but you just start out walking. Some other kinds of fast. Maybe for you, I can't do the like cold turkey, just stop eating. Um, there are, uh, there's this thing called the Daniel fast. Daniel did these fasts for 10 days and then he does another fast for 21 days. And the Daniel fast is often called that in which he says, I'm gonna eat just fruits and vegetables, just plants. So for you, it may be like, listen, I, I like challenging yourself isn't mean like, well, I, it'll be hard to just only to not eat food. So I'll give myself an out. No, no, but, but, but maybe there may be a time where you say, you know what, I'm gonna cut out all the other stuff and I'm gonna do the Daniel fast. As I focus on God, fruits and vegetables, you can go obviously much longer than just a day or three days because you're still eating. But like, I'm gonna focus on like all of the extravagant stuff, the food, all the good food. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. I'm gonna eat just fruits and vegetables, not as a diet, this is not a diet plan. This isn't a, you know what? And Lord, if I lose five pounds, awesome. That's, that's what I'm fasting and praying for anyways, is the weight loss. So here we go. No, maybe this, is, this, is, this might be for some of us even harder. Maybe you have to do a media fast. That might be blasphemy media fast. Yeah, maybe, maybe you get off social media. Maybe you don't watch the news. Maybe you just say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm choosing for a week, for two weeks, for a month to say, I'm not going to like, allow this stuff to control my time, my energy, my stress level. I'm going to fast from media and not like, like, you know, someone turns on the TV and you're like, no, 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 please stop. Like, no, no, no. But you know what? 
I'm not, I'm just gonna just, I'm just gonna just make sure I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not letting this dictate my life and I'll just go to another room. They wanna watch something, great. I'm gonna go read my Bible. I'm gonna pray, whatever. And, and maybe it's a media fast. Maybe it's a fast from the phone. You're like, you know what? I'm, I'm you know, I, I, work-wise, I need to take phone calls, but maybe, maybe I figure out a way to say, I'm gonna fast from this thing that controls my life. Another kind of fast is a fast with your eyes. To fast something that you see. This may be, I know, I've known guys who've done, who've done a reading fast where they say, I'm gonna cut out all reading except for the Bible. And I remember a guy saying, I, I'm just, I'm, I feel like I need to do this just to focus my relationship. I'm only gonna read my Bible this year. And this was a reader. I mean, instead of reading books and newspapers and articles, and no, 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 I'm gonna cut all that out. I'm just gonna read my Bible. Maybe it means like, you know what, for a month, I'm not gonna just spend time, not that movies are bad or TV shows are bad or Netflix is bad, but, but I just need extra, mar- I just need to focus on God more than this stuff. So, so I'm gonna cut out what I watch for a period, for a time, because I wanna just, I wanna focus on you, Lord. Maybe it's a fast with your ears. Maybe it's a fast from, uh, from listening to stuff. Like this, this for me, I have to intentionally think about doing because like in my car, the radio's always on, whether it's like, like music, worship stations, talk radio, sports talk. Like there's always something on, even to the point where my kids get in my truck and they're like, oh gosh, more talking. I'm like, yeah, it's great, isn't it? No, it's terrible. Like I, I, the first time I said that, I realized I am now my dad. My dad was that guy listening to the radio and I'm like, this is terrible. Like, how can anyone do this? I love it. (laughs) Oh man, such a dad. Uh, But maybe for you, it's, I want silence. I need silence. Maybe for a month you say, I'm not gonna listen to anything in the car. And as I'm going to and from work, I'm gonna spend that time praying. I'm gonna build an extra time to focus on God simply by by fasting with my ears. Here's the last verse and then we'll we'll. We'll uh, sing together, worship the Lord, and then challenge ourselves with a fast. Joel says this, declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Joel talks about doing and and calling out a fast, a corporate fast. And we'll talk about this in the next uh, few weeks, what that that means and what that looks like, the different kinds of fasts. But here's the point, ready? At New Hope, we're saying we're calling a fast and, 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 and not how you should do it, how long or what you should, but listen, I want to challenge you to really think about, all right, Lord, I wanna, I wanna practice this discipline of fasting. And maybe it's not full food, maybe it is food, maybe it's a meal, maybe it's two meals, you fast for a day, maybe it's a meal for a week, maybe it's I'm gonna fast that and something else and media, or I'm gonna fast with my ears, or, or I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, fast TV or what I watch or wh- whatever it is. But, but for you, the point is to say, I'm going to take something out of my life and instead say, God, I wanna focus on you. So would you do this? Would you stand with me? And I'm gonna pray for us. We're gonna worship together and, and, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna challenge us for this week. This week, I wanna challenge you to pick something too fast. Some kind of fast. You don't need to tell me or the people in your row, but maybe if you're married or you have a roommate or kids or there's, there's people that are gonna be around that are like, it would be wise to let them know I'm fasting. 
great. Talk about it. Maybe as a family, you decide, hey, all together, we're gonna fast from this thing. Or we're gonna practice this. Um, uh, one more, one, one more, I think I, I, it goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Don't force your children to fast. Uh, that's how you get reported. <laughs> so listen, if you're going to do a fast with your family, pick media, pick TV, pick, pick shows, pick something. Please, please, again, be wise about how you do this. But for yourself, you know you can handle this. All right, Lord, I'm going to go without food because you are that important. I want to pursue you far more than I do simply food. So Lord, we love you. We thank you. We worship you. And I pray that all of us can, can pick something this week to say, I'm going to fast this week. And come next time Sunday, I've now experienced maybe for the first time, maybe, maybe part of my regular fast, I'm gonna, we, we all show up and say, Lord, collectively as a church, we're fasting from various things, but all, all of it in pursuit to seek and to hear from you. We worship you now. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.